0: What's going on, guys? It's another edition of There Goes the No-Hitter. I'm your host, Big Chief Daddy, along with the chairman. Here we are. Yes, sir. Spring is in the air, kind of, sort of. Except we're in Florida. It's hot. Hot.
1: Saturday cannot come soon enough. So, it's... Yes, 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 it is. I can't wait for Saturday. You know what stinks here? I'll start start the show off with, with this. So, I... Mike, The company that I work for um, built the Braves spring training facility, in, and they are currently building the Mets spring training facility. The Braves is, like, south of Tampa, and the Mets is in Port St. Lucie. And um, you know what really stinks is I got an email from our corporate office today that says, hey, we have Braves spring training tickets available your guys that first come first serve because we you know we built the stadium we kind of get preferential treatment for a few years and like i scrolled through the yankees only play them one time and it's in the afternoon on a friday and i just can't take off time for work right now so i'm like super bummed because it would have been like sweet access it would have been like food and drinks and it would have been like everything so i'm like kind of cheesed about it
0: that's horrible. yeah that's
1: that's that stinks I would have taken you, too, man. You should, you oh, should be sure. equally as bummed out.
0: I am bummed out, man. I want to go to a game, especially to a game with you. Just to go kick back and watch a game. You know? Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> so, but I guess let's get into, uh, I guess, the topic that seems not to go away. Um, now, a lot more on the fire. I've seen a whole bunch of tweets. I've seen tweets from other players. I've seen tweets from other other. Organizational players, other <laughs> sports, going on with this. So, of course, Dude, this, we're talking. This is Houston never. Again.
1: This is never going away. This is never going away.
0: Oh, it's not. I mean, okay, so I I, I saw something.
1: <clears throat> maybe it was a
0: tweet that said, "You know, we still talk about the 1919 White Sox or Black Sox. Mm-hmm. We still talk about Pete Rose." And his gambling, we still talk about the steroids. Did the Astros think that we were just this is gonna just get swept yeah, it's just gonna get
1: yeah, no, there's no way, there's no way, especially because, like, again, it was like last episode, maybe two episodes ago of There Goes a No Hitter, where I'm just like every the more I hear about it, the more angry I get, and now, like, seeing all the players come out against. You know the the decision for the suspensions and like the uh, immunity for players and um, Rob Manfred being just stupid. Like I'm I'm now like getting I'm so I'm actually like genuinely angry now. I'm I'm mad at the whole situation because what I once thought was like I don't want to call it, I wasn't I'm not gonna call it just punishment, but a, a, seeing a punishment come to fruition was very satisfying to me, and now it feels like totally. Totally not sufficient anymore.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, let's let's get into a little bit what he said. I mean, did you did you watch a little bit of the interview? I was gonna I didn't watch watch
1: one. any of it. If I'm being yeah. honest with you, I did not have time this week.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch any of it either. I heard it on YouTube, so I was gonna catch it um later. So we might have a part two to this episode maybe next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but just some highlights of it is he. Said he wasn't gonna suspend them, and that the fact that they're gonna get booed in 81 games a year, that that's gonna be good enough. Which is like whatever, you know, I'm be political correct. Okay. I have two issues with him. What so so far of what I've heard, and or of what and what I've read, mostly what I've read. One saying that if any pitcher is gonna throw at the Astros,
1: retreat, oh, all know it's gonna it's happen, it's gonna happen. It will happen right? all season long.
0: Um, they're gonna get suspended, possibly fined, also. So they're gonna get more of a more of a suspension and fine, in trouble more than actual people that did the crime. That's one. I can't. I I'll can give you another one. Calling the World Series trophy a piece of metal,
1: dude. That wasn't for. You, that was a disgrace. I, I'll be honest with you. That was just flat out a disgrace. Cause, like, if sure, yeah, he, I mean, he's not wrong. It's it is a piece of metal. But it is a piece of metal that people work year round for. This, these are people's jobs. Like this is what they strive for. It's not just a piece of metal. You're pe- you're playing for the World Series, which is the meaning that the the trophy holds. It's not. It's he's treating it like it's like oh whatever. Well, if you didn't win the World Series, like it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's just a piece of metal. It's so it's no, so no. degrading and so disgraceful to. All of baseball and everybody, every baseball player, every kid that strives to want to be in the MLB, he just freaking kicked all those kids in the face, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you know what a piece of metal is? It's a participation trophy. Mm-hmm. The World Series is not a participation trophy. The trophy, okay, <laughs> is the hollowed ground. I don't see, and this is a commissioner. I get it if it's like a president of a baseball operations or somebody, but a commit. Adam Silver, Roger Goodell would never call they're never a piece of metal, dude. It's just all, disgraceful, all. just disgraceful. And it, they're all piece of metal, I mean, when they come down to it, yeah, they're, they're just, it's a hollow piece of shiny metal, but
1: no, it's yeah, no, it's I can't even not. It's, it's, so he basically, he dissed his own sport, right? His, he's the commissioner of baseball. And he's basically just degraded the most sought after award of his sport. He's just like, oh, that means nothing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a couple podcasts, I was like, oh, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I praise them for, you know, coming down and saying, all right, cool. You changed this. You fired the manager or you came down. But then to turn around and, and, and defend the fact that, yeah, I didn't suspend the athletes because, you know, they're going to get booed and that's going to be better making fun of the world series trophy. But I mean, when you get players like LeBron James playing out saying he's not even a baseball fan and he was, if he found out he would, he would get irate. Um, If he found out that somebody stole a championship from him and yet, and those guys didn't get punished. He he Mm -hmm. he basically said, and one of them is like commissioner. You need to you need to change the ruling, and it this like the balls and well he said court, but he's like the field. I guess you know.
1: Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just don't know if he can actually do anything about it because he because he granted immunity to players for in, in for exchange for the truth. So I don't think he can go back on that. How does that that makes him look even worse? It makes him look like a liar. So I don't know what he's gonna do the only thing i can the only thing i can i don't know i don't know the worst the worst the worst thing you could the worst thing that could probably happen at this point is that none of the players of that team make the hall of fame they don't get punished (laughs) they can still play but their legacy will be tarnished in that they will never make the hall of fame because because let's be real altuve would probably make it Correa would probably make it you Will know, really they like, though? I mean, really
0: though? I mean,
1: if they well, if they play as good as they have been, well, I mean, minus the cheating, but well,
0: we'll we'll see, right? Because I mean, <laughs> yeah, now's the now's the time. <laughs> I said it, I, Yeah, I said it back in a couple podcasts ago. When they have a walk off home run or walk off hit or something this year, the automatically first thing's gonna be like, did they know it was coming? You know what I mean? Yep. They're gonna be I mean, I yeah, I get there's gonna be stricter rules on on replay or on a on video taping or cameras somewhere mm-hmm. but I, I'm gonna ask you a question though, and I heard this today. I was watching a little bit of MLB um, and I'll be now just and they, they threw out some some, uh Is it okay or is it not Okay if you're in a dugout and you see a pitcher tip his pitches from whatever and you figure out, okay, I could now I'm gonna tell the I'm gonna tell the my own my my teammates, hey look, when he turns the glove this way, it's gonna be
1: X amount of ball. Okay or not okay. That is absolutely okay. That is abs- that is part of the game. All right. Taking advantage of your opponent's weakness in in the form of Uh, tipping pitches is part of the game. That's what people strive for. And that's, and that's, I've saw, I saw an article like early on, like right after the suspensions happened and somebody was like, I've, we videotaped the first base and the third base coach every single game, my entire career. And that's how we learned and take advantage. It's like, well, yeah, that's not illegal. You can do that. Like you can, you can try to decipher people's signs. That's not against the rules. It's the means by which you did it. And, both teams have the ability to decipher each other's signs. The Astros didn't give the other team the opportunity to look at their signs. <laughs> like, that's, that's, the, that's the thing is you've got an unfair competitive advantage. That's the difference.
0: Right. So uh, you're at second base and you read the catchers.
1: Yes. You, you finally figure out it's part, part of, of the game, game, right? That's what you're supposed to do. You would be a bad base runner if you weren't trying to do that. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I agree with you on that. So now – but the guy okay, so this is where I get kind of like real time, I don't know if this would be real time. You're in the clubhouse, you see the what the pitch is you 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 call downstairs you you tell him he signals he signals um to the batter whistle pound a crash can whatever they were doing It's not enough time, is it i mean how 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 but is one, that enough time if i Obviously, they're looking at the video, right? Someone's down there looking at the TV screen or the monitor, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have to call, or they have to somehow relay it to the guys in the dugout who then will whistle it or down a panda trash can lid to the batter. Is it Can you do that all in real time? Legal time I mean, okay, so I put down a sign, it's a curveball. Or you know, outside, mm-hmm. lowing and away, and you're and you're on second base.
1: Is that what you're saying? there's no, a runner on second. You're, or... the,
0: you're you're the batter, right? And there's okay. nobody on. But, and the dugout is pounding the trash can to tell you,
1: "Hey, curveball." Well, I don't know how they would know, though. That's the thing. But how would they know?
0: Someone's on the monitor watching the video, right? Yes, I mean, that's, that's illegal. <laughs> I know, that's no, illegal. <laughs> my, I know it's illegal. My thing is is. How fast in real time can that actually happen? I'm watching something. I'm gonna call relay it to the guy in the dugout to whistle. I'm not saying they didn't do it. I'm just saying.
1: I mean, that's. Are stuff you that. are, so okay? I'm. I'm having a hard time understanding the premise of your argument. Are you debating whether the fact that they did it, like the plausibility of whether they did no, it? No,
0: I'm trying to just figure out how is it is it is it possible to to actually have a guy. Like a game of telephone, and get it, or would is it more?
1: So the fact that I don't, I see, I still don't understand how this, how the sign is getting to the dugout. Like, are you just saying through a normal video feed of the game? Yeah, there, the video. No, feed there's no, in, there's no way there's, you can there's see the monitor. Right? There's, there's no way. There, is there yeah. a monitor? If it's just a standard game feed, I don't. You, I don't see how you can see the signs from the if catcher. He, he, It'd be delayed, right? I mean, by a little bit, not much. It's 2020. Yeah. Our technology is pretty advanced. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm here's, and all I'm saying is that if you, like, if you can decipher the other team's signals and you can relay them to the batter somehow, like if there's a person on second and they have cracked the code and the person on second gives a sign of some kind to the batter telling them what the pitch is, then that is perfectly legal, that is perfectly fine, and that is what everyone strives to do. The reason why the Astros broke the rules is by the means by which they stole the signs, which was a a camera in the outfield zoomed in on the catcher taking every single sign that was being laid down. And then as soon as they figured out which sequence they were in, that's when they were relaying the information to the hitter and that's one hundred percent illegal. Cannot do that. You cannot use technological means to steal signs, especially not one that another team doesn't have.
0: Right. I, I mean, I totally agree with you. I just was trying to figure out how they got it from the dugout. Like, I know the dugouts relaying it to the batter, but who's relaying it to the dugout? I'm just curious on that. You know, I, I was curious if some, if you well, thought maybe somebody if it was legal. Was...
1: If it was legal, I don't know, but obviously they were doing it illegally with a, you know, with a, with the camera feed. Right. So
0: welcome back. Um, so before we get into, um, a couple of the news I've heard today, let's just get into some of the players. Now I've heard Giancarlo Stanton said to for the Astros to stop speaking for one each other and to man up um, I've heard Cody Bellinger saying they lost respect. I've seen uh, I mean the, the names go on and on and on the Players just not Wanting to Are just losing respect um, Do you see that also in like some of the guys that maybe weren't involved? Cause I, do you think the whole team was involved, all 27 players?
1: Um, involved? I don't, I don't know, but the whole team benefited. I'll tell you that. They won the World Series. So that's kind of my stance on that is like, I don't know. Like, for instance, I've had a couple people ask me about Garrett Cole because Garrett Cole was on the, the 2019 Astros team, not on the 2017 Astros team, but. Also they were they were caught cheating in 2019, so that's kind of like why that keeps coming up. But I've been asked before, like, well, what about Garrett Cole? And I was like, Well, I don't know. He I I don't know if he was involved in in the crime, but he benefited from it. I can tell you that. You know, but he was a pitcher, so
0: right. And for Dusty Baker to come out and say, <coughs> Hey guys, can you and you know can uh, i guess I look at it as okay if if you're in, if you're a coach that says hey so and so is holding on every play on every play, and then finally you get people to to um, look at it and say okay here comes the here comes the plays. He get do you think because he say hey come on guys protect my players. Do you think it's already in his like do you think they're gonna automatically do warnings?
1: Uh, probably, yeah. Like,
0: probably first game of the year, first game in 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 Anaheim. They're gonna be like mm-hmm. warnings on both sides. So, so these uh, guys are I gonna mean, get caught. I they're frame. gonna wait for
1: the they're, they're gonna wait for the first offense. They're gonna let somebody they're gonna let somebody get pitched at first before they give warnings. But it's just gonna be a really short leash. It's not like they're gonna start the game off like, hey, don't pitch at anybody. You've been warned, right? That's not well. Now that's not, that's not what happened with A Rod, and yet he got pitched at.
0: Well, now they're going to – the umpires are going to rule on if it was intentional. So now they got the intent. So now they're ruling. They're, they told MLB was told, okay, now you're going to have to rule unintentional. It, was it intentional? Was it a lost pitch or was it intentional? So if they're already saying, hey,
1: we're going to rule on if it's intentional, then these, these guys are going to – Everything's going to be intentional at this point. It doesn't matter if it was actually true or not, which that that was my problem. Just generally speaking from the from Dusty Baker's comments is because he put the like he basically backed the MLB in a corner single handedly, because now it just looks like if that if no, if the umpires don't protect the Astros, then, you know, Rob Manfred didn't do his job, but if he does, then it's because he didn't care or what, like, it's just the whole issue. I wish they would just let the, let baseball happen. Obviously nobody wants to see anybody get hurt, but guess what? Getting thrown at is part of the game, it's part of the game. You just don't want it to be dangerous. Like don't throw it at anybody's head or anything like that, but come on. They were caught like me being a Yankees fan. If anybody remembers when A. Rod served his year suspension for doing steroids, he came back in the first game at Fenway. He got pitched inside like five balls in a row. Didn't warn him. Didn't warn him. Five pitches in a row. Didn't warn him. And yet, th- then he then he gets plunked on the elbow. And the, oh oh no! Again, now we got to give warnings. Now we got to give warnings. So just the whole situation, as a whole, is just so annoying because now now I don't know. I'm not saying that I want them to get pitched at. I kind of do, but at the same time, I'm not in control of the pitchers because that's part of the game. It's part of the game. It's what happens. It's well, what happens.
0: It's called baseball was the greatest part because they police them own selves, right? They police yeah, themselves. Yes,
1: they police themselves. Absolutely. Very true.
0: So, like I said, I'm not – look, I might tell you to drill everybody with the 95, 98-mile-an-hour fastball to where it could lose it and you can lose grip of it and it goes directly towards the guy's head, no. If I'm, I'm telling you to throw like an 87-mile-an-hour changeup right there to the to the hip, to the backside, mm-hmm. yes. Like, you know, give it a little mark, but that's it. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to tell you to drill the dude because if yeah. you try to drill. Hey, guess what? You get the base, so just right. be prepared. And if I'm if I'm the Astros, I'm like, great. We get to start with the
1: runner on base because they ain't gonna yeah. hit four straight batters. No, no. And go down one nothing. Or... The only two, the only the only player I really care about getting pitched at is Carlos Correa. I want him to get pitched at. I well, really want him to get pitched at, and him and his him and his freaking big mouth.
0: Well, yes, Correa is one. Um, Guriel is another. Oh yeah, I want. Um, Altuve. Well, he's already gets hit, but he already gets hit. I mean, he's just gonna lead the 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 league and hit by pitches even more. He'll probably break his own record.
1: Right? Yeah, whatever.
0: So all right. Well, enough Astro talk. Let's get into a couple of things I've heard. Chris Bryant, I right hear, is going to uh or the Cubs want him to start leadoff. Now, if I'm Chris uh, If I want if I'm if I have Chris Byron on my team, I don't want him on leadoff. I want him no. the three or four hitter, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. yep, driving the ball. But what? It, what? I know you don't have. I mean, this breakdown. The Cubs really don't have a leadoff hitter. Uh, you know, I don't see anybody out there for them to get. You you see, I mean, they don't have Zobras, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 your boy David
1: Ross, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't would know.
0: Would you would you buy would you get? You know, would you
1: would you want him to buy a leadoff hitter? I don't know. I mean, it's I I don't I don't mind. I mean, I'm I'm also a big I am also I'm also a big fan of changing things up, but like if they wanna if they wanna put Chris Bryan at leadoff and just see what happens, then sure, like by all means. But he's just he's not the typical leadoff hitter. That you'd normally see and also last year he kind of had a streaky streaky year there was a couple of couple of times during the season where he couldn't really hit the broadside of a barn but <laughs>
0: yeah um and then i I, uh, I want to talk a little bit about bunting a lot of guys ken rosen ken rosenstall and all those uh, john hayman and all them are saying bunting is pretty much dead Do you agree with that i mean do you I'm old school. I want to bunt the runner over. I mean, I guess they're saying that yeah. They I'm, even, I'm pretty old school. They don't I'm teach old it. Too. Yeah, they don't teach it in 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 the spring training. I heard it. You know, they're not they're not teaching it in the spring training. Hence, the reason why you don't use it in in uh, in the season, and then you don't use it in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. is it going to be kind of like how we see other sports like? The NFL adopting the spread is—is it, is it going to be pretty much where like we don't see uh, uh, the quarterback underneath the huddle? So are we going to see no more, no more uh, bunny in like no, the next I five years?
1: I don't think it's ever going to go away. No, you know because it's because there's too many. I don't want to say there's too many people that are good at it, but there are there are enough people that are good at it that you know it's still it still means something, right? I wish we'd see, you know, the suicide squeeze a little bit more, the safety squeeze a little bit more. I wish people would play small ball more, but at the same time, I'm not, I mean, again, I don't want to, I don't want to handcuff any players, right? I don't want to, I don't, I don't, what are we talking about? Outlawing bunting or something like. Well, it's not really
0: outlawing bunting. It's just the numbers
1: and the, that's why
0: I'm not, I'm not a sabermetrics guy. I'm not a math guy. I'm not. I don't like this analytics, but if the numbers say don't b- bunt the runner over when it's he's on the
1: second with less than, you well, know, okay. One so out. if if, if DJ LeMahieu is on second or on first with no outs, you think Aaron Judge is going to bunt him over? No, because that's not that's not the style of game that that that's not the game that the Yankees play or the or or that even Aaron Judge plays. But I mean, well, what about but,
0: okay? So if if, if LeMahieu's on second and you're down one run with no outs and out Gabler, Gabler Torres is up, does he bunt LeMahieu down wow. on the third? I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to think. You with, bunt him to third, you get a sack,
1: and that's one out. You get a sacrifice fly game over, you know? Yeah. I yeah. Mean- no, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. I wish people would play like that more often, but they, but I mean, sure. Like the Saber metrics might say that bunting is down, but it's never going to go away. That's just, that's no, that's just stupid. All
0: right. So I'm going to give you four names in the American league East right now. Okay. And it's, I got this on MLB, the MLB at bat uh, news. It's breakout candidates for 2020. And I'm going to give you one, one player from each, each team in the con in the division, you tell me who who you think will have the better the better all around year, okay? Okay. Uh, uh, the Blue Jays, Vladimir Guerrero, the Orioles, John Meems, the Rays, Brendan McKay, the Red Sox, Andrew Benadali, Benatendi, Ben or the Yankees, Gabler Torres.
1: Gleyber Torres. Um I think Come on, you, So, 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 kind of, so, so, define. Just give me a little bit of a clue on what you mean by breakout year. Like, like, are we talking like the best season they've had thus far, or like leading their team in RBIs, or like what? What? What are we defining as a breakout year? Uh, well, like, um, because if, I'll be honest with you, glaber Torres has already quote unquote broken out. Like, he's already a top player on the team. So I, I'm just. Want to get some sort of metric here,
0: okay? So, like, okay, so I'll, I'll give you the, the. It says he Gabler Torres said he he made a leap last year, but it seems like there's more to come. In fact, one projection seems to see him hitting 40 plus home runs and then mm-hmm. each in each of the next five years to come, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I remember, re- I remember reading that. You know, Ben with Mookie Betts, not there no more. Is he gonna be more of a standout breakout star, uh, Vladimir Guerrero? Yeah,
1: I'll buy into that. I'd say of, of all five of those people, I'd say who would make the most difference between last year and this year would be um Guerrero Jr. I just think that he has had, you know, uh, five, he he got a, almost a full season under his belt last year. He had a he had a, a good off season. Looks like he's uh, lost a little bit of weight. Looks like he's a little quicker. So I'm I would have to say probably out of all five of those people, I'd go with Guerrero Jr. on having the, a better year than last year.
0: Um yeah I, I I'm going to go with um I I I think uh, I'm going to go with Ben attendee. I'll take the dark horse. I mean, he's you know, he's he's going to surprise people with Mookie Betts not there no more. Maybe uh-huh. he gets a little more playing time, gets some more bats.
1: Yeah. Um again, he's already pretty good, but yeah, well, I I mean I mean, I
0: mean all these guys are pretty good. I mean, if you really wanted to go with the dark horse, you would go with John memes, left-handed yeah. pitcher who was an all star in twenty nineteen, but you know, he could even have a better year. I mean, just a pitcher mm-hmm. or yeah, you know. So I mean that was just the American, that was just the you know, a couple names in the east I'm looking at here. Mm-hmm. Um you give think me some more, show- man. I like this. Okay, all right, all right, let's give you some more. We'll do the we we'll do the American League. We'll just do every uh the division. Okay? Every division. All right, bring it on. Um American League Central, Indians, Oscar McCardo, Royals, um uh uh what's it Alberto Mondesi, Tigers Casey Mays Twins Casey my yeah Twins um Byron Buxton or Broxton.
1: um wet, uh, White Sox uh Eliu Jimenez um on that one I would have to go with Mize. Really Casey Mays I mean, yeah. Casey Meiz. Yeah. Yep, he was the number one overall draft pick uh to the Tigers um last year. He didn't play a full season. I think he made his way through the ranks, um, finished and and I think he was a September if I remember I believe he was a September call up, um, but didn't play but played in the minors for most of the most of the season. And he's uh he was pretty good. I remember I remember watching a few games because they cause the Yankees played the Tigers a few times. So um yeah, I'd have to go with Mice. I'm going on Mondesi. Not only because his, you know, his dad played for the
0: Dodgers for all yeah, one, had a yeah, Whatever. <laughs> right? Rookie of the year. Yeah. Stuff like that. But the dude, I remember am reading here, the dude led the majors in triples with 10 and had forty-three stolen bases and didn't even mm-hmm. play 162 games this year. Yep. So I mean yep, I can buy into that. So that's 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 who I'm taking for the so now we'll go to the American League West. Right? We got uh, Angels Shohei Atani. Uh the Cheaters, Kyle Tucker. The Athletics, uh Ramon Ramon uh, Lasario. The Mariners, Justin Sheffield, Rangers, Joey Gallo. Um now,
1: my talk- se- my selfish. My selfish uh, Yankees fan in in herself says Justice Sheffield because he spent a lot of he spent the last few years in the Yankees organization and they ended up trading him as a part of a deal. I believe for I don't remember which trade he was a part of, but he he was one of the big deals that they made last year. Um, yeah, I'm I gonna say Justice Sheffield because he just had so much potential and he was just waiting for his opportunity, and the Yankees just didn't need him at the time. Because they had a they had such a good bullpen, so it's just we didn't really utilize him all that much. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Justice Sheffield. Uh,
0: so there's two that I like. Um, actually, they they're both coming off injury. So Joey Gallo and Shohei Itani. If they both can bounce back after being out for the you know season in, season ending injury, you know can Shohei Itani do, show do the unthinkable pitches one day and then be the DH. I mean. He's He started no. off good, but now he's gonna be is... injury
1: prone the rest of his career.
0: I'm calling it. He called it an injury. Oh, you give him the injury
1: prone label. Yep. Ooh, that's
0: a harsh gonna happen. Label. And then, so that's I just over.
1: have a bad taste in my mouth from that guy. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> but I mean, if he was a Yankee, you probably love him. No, no, he stole the rookie of the year from two other Yankees. So, well, no. Well, I mean, look, what's his name stole the MVP from your boy, right? So yes, I mean. yes, the Yankees should have had MVPs in back-to-back years. Hey, I just so. remember, I remember, I seriously, I was, I was making a bet with my buddy at work because the Rookie of the Year was up between Miguel Andujar, um, Glaber Torres, and uh, Otani, and I was like, dude, come on, it's got to be, it's got to be, um, it's gonna be Andujar because Andujar that year uh, tied the record for the most <laughs> extra base hits ever you know tied Lou Gehrig like who's like when is a rookie ever going to do that again and they gave it to the freaking two-way player who didn't play who played half a season well we never his, saw that number then that then he doesn't deserve the rookie of the year if you didn't get to see it then why did no, you give it to him we
0: didn't see how do you know
1: year we saw I know so why would you give him the trophy there's two other people that played a whole dang season like seriously when's the it's last time garbage. a pitcher was able to be a DH and hit bombs? He was average. He was average. It was just hype. That's the only reason why he won.
0: Look, I'm a Dodger fan, obviously, but I mean, I can respect this kind of dude, you know. You
1: know I can respect him too, but I'm not. But I'm all I'm saying is that he didn't deserve the Rookie of the Year. He didn't play whole season, and his numbers were average. The only reason why he won is because he's a two way player.
0: Okay. If
1: I all right. <laughs> I love don't, this no, list. Don't get me started. Oh, man. here we go. What is it? It's the key. Come at me, bro. National League. National League. Move on to the National League, okay? Move on. I'm Let's done go, with right.
0: this. <laughs> Let's go. All right, <laughs> Nas- National League East. We got the Braves, Mike uh Soroka. Soroki. I'm a, I'm a butcher these names. You already have been, Dory. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, the Marlins Sandy um Alcantrana. Uh, the Mets Ahmed Rosario the Nationals Victor Robles or the Phillies Scott uh
1: Kingsbury. Oh Kingery um I don't know actually I'm not too familiar with all those names so I I'm not even comfortable giving an answer cuz I only like know like 3 of them really like well enough to even like I don't know
0: if I had to just throw one out there, I probably would say Ahmed Rosario. Um, that was the
1: that was the name that came to my mind, but
0: yeah, because the Mets, the Mets are weird this year. I mean, yeah. could, could they finally
1: get their act together? I think they will be a five hundred team at best this year. Yeah, right, yep. so. They added good pieces, but they just didn't put it all there. So they're gonna finish third, probably. Yeah, I'd say I'd say a a good step up from last season. Okay.
0: All right, and we got the National League Central. We got the Brewers, uh, Kestan Haraya, the Cardinals, uh, Dylan Carson, the Cubs, Ian Happ, the Pirates, Mitch Keller, or the Nick, or the Reds, uh, Nick Senzil.
1: Um, I really I don't would, know that many guys. On yeah, there. I don't know that many either. I wouldn't be able to comfortably say, at least your team's in the National League. Like, I have an excuse. Yeah,
0: I mean, well... <laughs> I guess Ian Hap, I guess, I mean, to mm-hmm. see if that, that young nucleus for the Cubs to see if, you know, maybe he could. If they're going to pitch, if they're going to bat Bryant first, then they're going to need somebody to kind of like. You need somebody to fill in. You know, someone driving, gotta, someone's going to have to drive in him in, right? Um, mm-hmm. And now, if you look at the, the best division in baseball, we saved the best division for last. <laughs> you National know, the League. one that's last,
1: the lost the last of World Series, like three of the last five years whatever. <laughs> That's another shot at the boy. Don't another walk into it. It won't happen.
0: <laughs> I lay him up there, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just oh, throw man. me the alley. I'm just ooping it, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, National League West. You got the D- uh, Diamondbacks. Uh, Luke Weaver. The Dodgers, Gavin Lux. The Giants have Tyler Breed. Uh, Padres have Fernando Tatis Jr. And the Rockies have David Dole.
1: This is a hard to me, one. To me to no,
0: me, you go ahead. Go go ahead. This is a very hard one cuz I don't want to go with the Homer. I'm not going to go with Gavin Lux. I I personally think he might have should have been one of those guys that we got trading. I would have traded him for like a mm-hmm. for somebody. A, a a decent pitcher, maybe a signing trade with forget Garrett, maybe we go to got Garrett Cole or somebody in that realm of a of a nice starter to go with uh with bueller and kershaw i know he had a good year i know he had a good decent off se- uh, postseason wasn't really a rookie of the year candidate because i don't think he won a lot of he a lot of games but i actually like tatis jr i like fernando tatis jr yep. i'm going with yep. him
1: because yep. i think i, it was, I, I remember think it- his daddy Mm -hmm. i remember i i don't remember ever watching his dad play but i've watched because i have a friend of mine who's a padres fan and those are few and far between so you when you meet one make sure you like take (laughs) (laughs) notes because there's not many of them um but yeah i mean i since knowing you know my uh family friends who are who are padres fans i've always paid attention and tati's junior is jaw-dropping good like he is he has 40 40 potential 40 home runs 40 stolen bases he's got that potential and he's gonna do nothing but get better every single year from here on out so i mean he's just got an an unbelievable wealth i mean do you remember last year when he um scored from second on a fly ball Mm -hmm. like not that, that that talent doesn't just happen like it's stuff like that is just unbelievable so i i love i love watching that kid play Oh, yeah. It seems I mean, like every yeah. week he's every week he's on the top 10 list somewhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, every week you see MLB's top 10 web gyms or some kind of gym, and he's mm-hmm. on on there all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's going to do it for just the baseball segment on this baseball podcast. We're going to get a uh, closing segment. And we're going to turn just a little bit, um, closing segment, because I, I really want to get your thoughts it's going to turn into a slash Bromigo segment, but just because it's, it's, of the...
1: <clears throat> Whatever you say, man. Um, I'm just
0: curious. Did you watch this weekend's All-Star Games? Um, Did you watch this weekend's not... Saturday
1: night festivities? Uh, I did not have the opportunity. No, I did not. But I read all about them.
0: Okay, so I uh, started off with uh, the, watched a couple of the Rising Star game was pretty good. There's a couple of those guys I want to see in the dunk contest next year with Zion mm-hmm. and, and and Jr. and uh,
1: yeah,
0: and all those guys, Ja Morantz so John Morant, and uh, R. J. Barrett. Those are to see those guys in dunk contest would be good. Yeah. Um, as far as the Saturday night goes, skills competition was good. I was surprised that a lot of bigs actually were in in the more of the skills competition. Not mm-hmm. they beat out the guards. Um, the three-pointer contest was really good. That Buddy Hill, the last-minute shot. But
1: Dude, yeah, I saw. That. I watched the whole replay of that man. That was insane. That was
0: insane. And now let's get to the heart of the. Ma- well, did you take any of the All-Star actual game first before
1: we get to the heart of the matter of the the actual All-Star the game? Actual game All-Star game I know itself. that. I, I know that it got pretty it hot there in the fourth hot. quarter.
0: Okay, so the first three quarters were good. I mean. It was. It started off as your typical All Star game, with a bunch of flashy dunks and everything, and then, and then they started going. Because I mean, they were playing for charity. So as the the game was, the game was, you know, getting tight. You know, LeBron won the first charity. Uh, Giannis won the second charity. They tied the third charity, mm-hmm. right? And um, the fourth charity. So they did it where winner get to one hundred and fifty seven points. So there was no clock. There was no, there's no clock uh, there, in the fourth there quarter. Was no clock in the fourth quarter. quarter. we got to, and Giannis wow. was up, and Giannis was actually spotted nine points. They were technically on the overall score, was uh-huh. winning. We're winning already, and man, that was the. We talk about. They had an offense to call offensive
1: charge on James uh, Harden. Dude, I saw that, dude. <laughs> Watched. I was like, who, who was it? Who, who was it that took the charge? It was um. Oh, I think it was right. I remember. Yeah, it was. I was like, well, yeah, it was somebody like somebody took a charge. They took a charge. Right. I was like, what?
0: And they had That's blocked weird. fouls and they had Giannis blocking, blocking James as he drove down the lane. How about that, man? Some defense. Yeah, there was like real, like real defense. And then they had, you know, the typical arguing over every single call and replays. And it was so much fun. And the best part was my
1: boy, Kawhi. Winning the MVP. Your boy <sighs> dude. You're a bandwagon fan. You're an admitted bandwagon fan. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly. My boy. My boy Kawhi.
0: So, <sighs> so let's get into the heart of the matter though. Your boy got murdered. He was, murdered robbed.
1: He got robbed. He was he was stuck up at gunpoint. Everything was everything he loved was taken from him. He was robbed.
0: Right, exactly. Because I mean, I was talking with Joey on the on the uh, other podcast, and he asked me, "So, so how robbed was he? Was he was he robbed? Like, you know, he just got robbed type of like, or was it like
1: liquor store robbery?" I was like, "It's Dude, liquor store it was, robbery. It's highway robbery, man. It was a drive by."
0: So, I mean, I was
1: uh, originally
0: I picked Eric Jones Jr. to win. I I, I mean, I. I I just like that guy I thought oh I'll go with <clears throat> with the with him but when when Aaron Gordon did that one-handed off the backboard kind of windmill or I don't know kind of mm-hmm. one-handed dunk, I thought it was over I thought do want yeah yeah I, thought, I I now do you do you think I know he said he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna um he wasn't going to compete ever again, and, but do you think maybe he, he, he tried to give it one more shot?
1: No. I think he's done. I think he's done. I would be. I would be. I'd be so cheesed. I'd be like, like come on.
0: Do you change the score? Do you change? I mean, the fact um, that Dwayne Wade, there is a little suspect, but I know because he works for TNT now. So Yeah,
1: right. But, I, no, I don't think that anything needs to change. I don't think anything needs to change. I'm just thinking, like, like so so you know my you know my feelings on the last time this happened too, like when he went up against Zach Levine and you said that Zach Levine won, which is false. He didn't. He didn't. He, he got robbed then too. Um and I just couldn't I I couldn't believe it, dude. I couldn't believe it. I like saw it. I was like, You got you gotta be kidding me. Because I mean, I'm not call I'm not saying that um Jones Jr.'s dunks weren't good. I'm not saying that that like it was a bad showing. I'm just saying that whenever Aaron Gordon is in the is in the dunk contest, he's doing things that you've never seen before, and especially that's especially the case when when he lost to Zach Levine. Zach Levine did a between like he did three different variations of a between the legs dunk. He did it well, three times.
0: Okay, so he, I would say Jones did the same thing. He had a couple of in between dunks. Um, it was a little suspect that every time Chance the Rapper came out, Aaron Gordon jumped over him. But hey, my man. thing is, the dude jumped over a 7 5 taco. Dude! got a win. I don't you care if to. he scraped his fingers. He cleared his head. And you're going to say, oh, taco leaned. No, then taco no. didn't lean that much.
1: Nope. He he he! I think it's it looked like he leaned because obviously he had the ball behind his head, and Aaron Gordon had to get the ball from his head, right? And so I think when he went up and he grabbed the ball, it made it look like he ducked his head. But I mean, come on, come on, dude! The guy's seven five, and when he's when his head's leaned over, he's like seven two. Yeah, like so, come on. I'm gonna say he was seven three at the time. Okay, seven three. That's right. unbelievable. Like when that's never been done before. It's never been done. It's just frustrating. It's so frustrating. So yeah, if I was AG, I would be like, nah, man, screw this. I'm I'm not doing this no more. That's I would. I'm totally on his side on this one.
0: I bought him if it was in Orlando.
1: If it was in Orlando, he probably would have won because the place would have been oh, going.
0: But if. It goes to Orlando back to Orlando. Like I don't know if they are, but if they Ooh, did that's a,
1: good, that's a good question. That's a good question. Maybe. I would I would I would be wouldn't mind seeing that. Wouldn't mind, uh, if if the All-Star game was in Orlando, but that would kind of yeah. be a waste of money though. I don't know. The NBA, the NBA would be kind of stupid unless the Magic were good that year. Well, they, they go to places and the Bulls ain't that good. They are in Chicago. Yeah, but Chicago's been a big basketball city for decades. So
0: I, I don't know anyways
1: so that's gonna do it for
0: today uh, thanks for listening uh, subscribing on Apple Podcasts Spotify Google Google Podcasts um make sure you like us on Facebook dot com at Ask Sports Daddy TV Ask Sports Daddy TV on Twitter Sports, follow us on Ask Sports Daddy on underscore TV on Instagram um be on the lookout for coastal bros uh, as far as the bromingos goes and are uh, on hold for a little bit but we'll be back there shortly um doing some things real quick on that one and make sure you look at us on uh youtube also subscribe to us on youtube but uh for big chief daddy and the chairman we will talk to you later